from the city market. It is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Two Douchebags and a Microphone. I'm Mark. I'm Christopher. Welcome. To the city market. Yeah, we are at the city market. We were granted special permission to be here nude. Yes. And we're, we're here nude because we want to um, bring awareness to skin cancer. So live on air, Christopher and I are going to check each other over our new bodies and look for dark patches and different areas of different odd shaped moles and different coloration to make sure that we don't have skin cancer. And while while we're at it, I get the I can probably check you for ticks too. Oh please do. <laughs> just I'm, like the old yeah. country song, I want to check you for ticks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So. We can be like those apes that like eat mites out oh, of each yeah, other's hair. Yeah, a little yeah. personal grooming rituals, yeah, yeah, you like know, the naked, bonding with the Naked tribe. on the table here. I think it's a great I'll idea. Just be like nipping through your hair and nipping through mine. That yeah. sounds great. It's a little busy here today, isn't it? We got, yeah, I know. There's not quite as much room as, as we're used to, so we're bumping into some things, but it's all going to work out. It's okay, we're nude, so most people are staying away from us. <laughs> That's true, we, we get this yeah. built-in buffer. Oh, hang on, i got to reach one. over you and get my soda. Hang all right, on. All right. Oh, oh, Mark oh, is I'm, bending I'm, over I'm, right I'm, now. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to rub that again. Mark I, is, I, I apologize. Yes. Well, so, well, I won't have to check that part later. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that's all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, on the uh, on the subject of uh, of cancer, um, I, uh, I I made it public a little over a year ago that it, uh, that I had uh, contracted prostate cancer, and uh, I had surgery and removed my prostate and uh, um, was have been feeling pretty good about myself um, and you know talking to people whenever I can about you know get yourself checked and look into that but. Um, the worrisome part is the last checkup I had a little over a month ago, um, my PSA number has started to climb up a little bit. Hmm. And it should be undetectable. So the fact that there's something even there to detect is worrisome. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, the worst case scenario, but it's now uh, a possibility that I need to consider that the cancer may have spread before they got my prostate out so right now I'm in limbo <laughs> waiting oh, wow. for a, a test in early November oh to, I had no idea wow. yeah okay. I've been kind of keeping it to myself uh, and kind of kind of dealing with it but uh, I don't know it, it helps to talk about it um, and then uh, well, I, I personally don't think it's anything you look good you act good you seem really happy you are really happy and it's it's well, thank you. And yeah. it is possible that uh, what has happened is that maybe I've been hovering on the edge of detectable, and maybe I just had a little, a little spike above. And next month or next test, I'll be back below. So I really don't need to start worrying until the number starts climbing steadily, and then I need to worry. But yeah. until then, it's just you know, instead of something I can put out of my mind completely, it's something that I now need to think about. You know, I, I can't blame you. I would be the same way because yeah. I'm the same way. I, I'm not saying same way all this time, now three times. <laughs> but um, I am just like that. I, I, I keep it in. Don't say nothing to anybody. Let it just circulate and just percolate in me and, uh, you know, yeah. just the way I am. And I understand what you're saying. It's like people go, ah, oh, just shrug it off. 
<laughs> yeah, right. No, 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 <laughs> it doesn't no, work that. No. Wish it worked that way, but it should. But and, no, it doesn't. And also, I needed to be in a in the frame of mind where I could openly talk about it. And and uh, until here recently, I haven't really been um, kind of in the right frame of mind to talk about it with anybody yeah. except my wife. Because I, of course, I told her immediately what everything's been going on. But anyways, we're. Uh, we're focusing on the positive. In fact, my wife is in St. Louis this weekend at the uh, Joyce Meyer uh, uh, All Women Christian Life Conference. I forget the exact name. It made so. me very hungry with the description of their Italian meal. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. God, that sounded good. But uh, Lombardi's. Yeah, that was it. Uh, yeah. Lombardi's, uh, Lombardo's. Yeah, I'm gonna like hit that place. Lombardo's, I believe, yeah. and I'm gonna have to go hit that place up. And I yeah. believe that's an old football player, wasn't it? Yeah, I would think that so. That owns that, I think. Uh, whether he's alive or not, I don't know. I, I believe so. I believe that's the story. Yeah. Because I've been to Johnny's on the Hill there, and that mm -hmm. place is good. They have some really good Italian joints in St. Louis. Yeah, they do. So, yeah. Yeah. So. That's something about St. Louis. Uh, you know, people complain, oh, it's dirty, it's stinky, but. Uh, there's good places. You got to know where they to go. Are. Yeah, yeah. You, go, you don't go, you don't pull into East St. Louis and look for a great restaurant. You don't yeah. pull into some of the southern parts or around the arch too much. You know, mm -hmm. there's places you got to go. Yeah. And, and well, even some of the same with Kansas City, too. True. You pull yeah. in the wrong part there, then you're toast. And, you so. know, and even some of, some of these parts of St. Louis, if they just cleaned it up a bit, it would look great. It's not like they have to tear down stuff or replace stuff. Leave the historic thing there from the riverfront or yeah. or from, you know, whatever industry, but just clean it up and, and use it as, you know, repurpose it for something else yeah. like a pavilion or a, a meeting hall or something uh, well I mean you know uh, St. Louis uh, could probably now I'm not there and I don't know their um, exactly everything that's going on there and all this but I can tell you this with Kansas City now I said I'd always be fair about it okay and I dog the government around here a lot because God knows they have a lot to be desired especially yeah. a mayor so some of the idiot shit he's pulled, in my opinion, I think, and just just trying to get headlines, trying to further his career and, and the people be damned type of deal. But there are some good things happening that I do like. And one of this is this brand new KCI airport. And oh, yeah. I'm, I've got a full report on everything that's on there, but we will do that a little bit later mm -hmm. because we understand that a lot of people that listen to this are not from Kansas City and they don't want to hear it. True. There's there, I mean, certain or maybe local they issues. do, or it just—it's not so uh, pertinent to them. And, right. There's you know, some local stuff that that matters, and there's other local stuff that if you're not from yeah. here, you're you're kind of uh, there, hitting the fast forward. There's some things button. that they're talking about doing. <laughs> if they do, uh, I'm going to uh, quiet up a little bit about the local government. Yeah. I, but. The uh, big part going over I-670, I love that idea. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that on an earlier podcast. Yeah, I think that that would be phenomenal to have that much green space in the downtown area. It's just, just healthier be our own for Central people. Park, honestly. Yeah, really. Because we don't nearly have the square footage of buildings and, mm -hmm. <laughs> and the, nothing, not even comparable yeah. to what New York Manhattan has. Imagine so, the people in all those office buildings. They get out and they, you know, they go down to that green area. And there's a hot dog vendor or maybe a falafel cart or something. And yeah, and they're out there actually in nature. Yeah. True, you can see all of the skyscrapers and everything, but you are actually in preserved nature. Yeah. And Kansas City would have their equivalent to that, and the square, uh, the square mileage or whatever would be 
probably about what Central Park is to Manhattan. It would mm -hmm. be about the same um, percentage. Yeah. So it would be great if this did happen. And, I, you know, so we I really don't see. see a downside to it, you know. It's, no, people I don't are going to say, well, it costs so much. It's, yeah, really. What, I mean, what You're does gonna, it They're going to so spend much? the money on something. Yeah. Why not this? Let me put it like this. <laughs> All the people I hear motherfucking at downtown stadium, well, how about the green space then? Yeah. All right? So that money's going to go somewhere. Remember this. That money will not just sit there. And they're not going to go, you know what? If we don't can't find something to do with it, let's just give it back to the people. That's never going <laughs> to yeah. happen. Yeah, they'll find something to spend it on yeah, so sooner find something rather than you later. Want done. Yeah. And they're not going to go, well, let's cut gas taxes for a while. <laughs> they're not going to go, well, no. let's cut food taxes. They're not going to do anything to help you. They're not even going to say, let's sit on this money for six months to a year and see what happens. No, they're going to go, no, let's they're spend, gonna spend it as soon as they can. We know where it comes from, so we'll get more. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, when the talk is coming up about spending the public money like that, you you just got to pick from the alternatives. You you yeah. can't you can't say, well, just save it. Eh, they're going to piss it away on something. Yeah. So pick the pick the alternative you like the most or dislike the or least. Or some, some new fucking program <laughs> that doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. These programs are just fucking embarrassing. Like a potholes are. Midnight, midnight basketball. <laughs> a potholes oh, yeah, are, the midnight yeah. basketball. Yeah. That's a, that's oh, a that went well. One. Oh, Every yeah. everybody put down their weapons and went and played basketball at midnight. They're like, you know what? I'd love to go kill this rival gang member, but we got basketball in yes. twenty minutes. There's no possible way I can go wipe this motherfucker off the map and go play basketball. So I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll just have to kill him later. My gang life is is interfering with my basketball. I, I've got, so I better put I'm gang sorry. life on hold. I'm sorry, right. people. I'm sorry, my fellow gang mates. I'm going to have to go play some basketball. But when I get back, you give me my AK and I'll mow some motherfuckers down, okay? And, you know, think about it. Either way was racist. Saying, yes. oh, these black youth would rather play basketball than be in a gang. That's what got me was... And then, on the <laughs> other hand, when you say, well, it looks like these black youth would rather be in a gang than play basketball, it's like, well, you sound racist either way, so and, your and, best bet is just yeah. stay the fuck out of it. Yeah, and by the way, when I was referring to gang members, I mean all of them, yeah. which is I mean, from there's every Hispanic race gangs, there's white I, gangs, there's yeah. Irish gangs. There's so. every type of gang Yeah, around. but that's, that was the conversation was... Yeah. Yeah. Black youth in gangs, black youth playing basketball. No, that was the conversation. That was the, and, and right and or wrong, that was the whole conversation. To me, at it, the time. To me it reminded me of a, kind of like someone going, uh, like maybe some uh, white guy on city council or white mm -hmm. woman going, hey, go throw him a basketball. Yeah. That'll stop him. Yeah. It's to like me, that that's is... exactly what I thought of when they said that. I'm like, what are you saying? And I've heard racist jokes in my life that had a variation of that as a punchline. Yeah. And then the city decides to go do it and say, oh, look at this good thing we're doing. I couldn't believe it at first. I couldn't either. I, I thought, thought it was, it was a, a fucking joke. I, I did was too. like, there's no way uh. that anyone is going to subscribe to this. <laughs> They're going to go, now <laughs> hang, on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. <laughs> so what you're saying yeah. is how you're going to get us to quit doing anything, and I'm putting this quotation, it's the black youth, is you're yeah. going to throw us a basketball. <laughs> I've been like, fuck you, and fuck all of you that think like that. Yeah, that was, so, and you know, I remember the news stations were playing it up, and the newspapers were playing that was, it that up. That was the thing that got me, was the news stations were on board. <laughs> they, 
They couldn't see the great big shit stain across their faces. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, and then the famous oh, potholes are. I wanted to be that guy. I wanted yeah. to be that guy so bad. I broke off quite a few emails to City Hall. And I told you guys, I mean, I was going to be, I was going to have a can of spray paint. Mm -hmm. Some tights on like Superman. Yeah. and uh, Maybe some know. day glow color so we could see you and no one run over you. Yeah, yeah. And what I was going to do is drive around, find these potholes, jump out, draw a big circle around them <laughs> with an X through the middle, and say, fill me. <laughs> yeah. uh, isn't that what a pot always are does? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And he goes around, identifies them, um, clearly marks where they're at. Yeah. So that way when a street crew's coming by, they're like, oh, the pot are was here. Hang on, stop. Mm -hmm. This one needs filled. <laughs> and realistically, what's the best way to locate these potholes is... The, the best way is to let people report on a little app saying, at, you know, this intersection or, you know, you this know, block of yeah, this street. Yeah, no joking around. Hole. No joking yeah. around. That's the way to do it. Yeah. So potholes are, goes out and spray paint. So that, yeah, mulch them. So that way you know where they are and you don't destroy your car on them. But, you know, have people hammering that app saying, here's where they are, here's where they are. And let, let the people using the app set your priorities on which ones you feel mm -hmm. first. That'd be yeah. interesting. That would be a great yeah. idea, but that's why they're not doing it. Yeah. I, but, I mean, you know, that makes me think of something else that I noticed the other day. Have you seen any of these commercials uh, for payroll apps? Yes, there's been a lot of them. Yeah. Matter of fact, SoFi Stadium finally came out and described what SoFi is. Oh, really? Yeah. Go ahead. No, uh, tell me. Hang on. I've forgotten what it was, oh, but okay. they finally they had like Matthew Stafford on there doing it, what it like was. Like Southern Financial, maybe? That's what I was going to guess. Be. Or Hang on a second. Anyway, they're, they're the refinancing kings, basically. But I finally saw a commercial because I never knew. I just heard SoFi Stadium. I'm like, what the hell yeah. is that, you know? But what is SoFi? It's a type of tofu commonly found in Algerian <laughs> dishes. SoFi Technologies is an American online professional finance company and online bank. Based in San Francisco, SoFi provides financial products including student and auto loan refinancing, mortgages, personal loans, credit card, investing, and banking through both mobile app and desktop interfaces. And that's what it was. Matthew Stafford was doing some sort of a loan bullshit yeah. stuff, you know, like he needs a loan. Yeah. So. And he here's what SoFi is doing mostly right now is they're targeting people who are about to get their student loans forgiven and they're trying to talk them into refinancing them. And here's yeah. the catch. If you refinance it, there's no longer a possibility of forgiving your student loan. Yes. Because it's no longer a government student loan. I'm glad you mentioned loan. that. I'm glad you mentioned yes. that. Yes. If you've refinanced it, you've got to try to apply through a different program. Yeah, they're not. the government's not going to pay it. They're just wiping out their end of it is yeah. what they're doing. And that's if it happens. I still have my doubts about it even we'll happening. Yeah. I think a lot of it was lip service on purpose. <clears throat> yeah. The old, hey, uh, yeah, everything's going to fuck. Let's get them talking hey, about this uh, for Hey, a while. look, we're going to do this. Um, I, I don't believe it until I start knowing people that they've actually wiped this out. Yeah. So. But what I was, what I was originally talking about specifically is payroll type of that. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Like your business has a payroll department to pay the employees and the time, they mm -hmm. do the timekeeping and, and the clock rings and all that kind of shit. Well, these apps over and over 
are advertised towards the business owner saying make your employees do the payroll themselves that way you don't have the hassles or the headaches of fixing it and they'll be careful because it's their payroll and they'll do it right and it's all done as you know oh happy fun and they show people doing it on their phone that's and the smiling. they do everything that's and, like like yeah. I mean, I'm I'm surprised Walmart doesn't have like a jungle gym in the middle of the self checkout. Uh huh. Hey, but, come on in, play around <laughs> for a little bit, have a picnic table, sit down. <laughs> but here's get you a burrito, warm it up in the microwave. <laughs> but that that's uh, a glimpse into the, the the toxic corporate culture they're still trying to oh, hang yeah. on to. Is like hey, okay, they, we're making less money, we have to pay our employees a little less. Let's make them do their own payroll, and if they fuck it up, we'll just shrug our shoulders and say, "Oh well, you fix it. We you don't do, have yeah, to." Yeah. So the it. business is getting out of a job they hate, no longer having to pay for it, no longer having to fix mistakes, and they're making it sound to the employee like, "Oh, we're empowering you." Is that mm-hmm. no? You're dumping extra work on them, but then the, the app and the commercial make it sound like you're so empowered, employee. You're doing your own payroll. Yeah, that's right. Convincing the slave that he's free. That's yeah. a crude way yeah. to put it, and maybe no, overstating no, 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 it, but no, it kind right. of it's along those lines. Yeah. It's like, here's this extra work. Don't you feel empowered now? Here's no, a- I just feel over fucking worked. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the self checkout at Walmart. I feel it, like yep. shit doing it, but God for you can't find you can't find a checkout person anywhere. They have like 3,000 checkouts. And that's and to force you into the self-checkout. And they find the slowest motherfucker <laughs> yeah. to check everybody out. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And then I, you run into the big problem with those self-checkouts is when the inventory doesn't line up. They grow, They go through all the security cameras looking at who bought that item. Yeah. And they accuse one of you of stealing it. They'll find one of you and say, you, you've been stealing it, and here's a picture and of I you have sticking a rule. I'm never your... nice to any of them that want to look through my bags. I don't just go, oh, okay. I go, why? Why'd you pick me up? Yeah. It's like, what? Do you have a reason to believe I did something wrong? Yeah, no, I question them. Uh-huh. Look, I know the guy's just doing his job, but still, you the more flack you give them, the less likely they are to be fucking with you. If they did their job yeah. right and spent the money right on um, what they're doing instead of eating corporate profits, and they would be they would have a good security team, and they would be doing things right. Think of it this way: you just paid for all those groceries. That's your property. Exactly. If they want to look in it, you can say no. This is my property. They you have can, to show. Legally. They have to show cause. I want to see the camera that shows me uh-huh. taking anything. Yeah, they don't get to just hustle you off to the manager's office and make you strip search. Uh, uh-uh, no, they don't get to do that. No, it's although up although to that you. does sound fun. Well, yeah, I mean yeah, we're stripped already. Yeah, so yeah we're, we're already be, naked. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be up there going, "Aren't you gonna? Aren't you gonna check me?" No. Yeah. Come on, I could have stayed. I could have taken something real easily. There might be something up in my prison you wallet. You never know. Prison <laughs> wallet. <laughs> Want to check my coin purse? Oh my god! Uh, um, I know so what anyway. would make everything better at the self checkout at Walmart. Got, yeah, a self checkout elf. Mm. Just a little bitty, small, statured person. Whatever you want to call them, dwarfs. I, I don't think we call them midgets anymore, do we? Little people or whatever. Little person, I think, is the okay. current okay, little accepted person. term. We need a guy in a little outfit, a little a little person in a little elf outfit to go around 
and say, wee, aren't we having fun checking our groceries out? Wee, I love you guys. Yay. And then if you if you think the person is cute and smile and pat them on the head, they've got you instantly for being, uh, what is that, uh, uh, insensitive uh, to little, yeah. little people. So. What I want to do is I want to take a space <laughs> and stick it straight in my asshole and just fart. I mean, just like blast one and just stick his face right in my asshole. <clears throat> Doesn't that sound fun? That's that's been the common thread there is you know little people smell a lot of ass oh, when they're yeah. waiting online. That's all they see is ass. But then yeah. again, you know, you see some of these uh, yoga pants and you're like, man, that dude has it made. Mm. He has to look them right there. He has no other way. I mean, he's like, yeah. I'm just walking along, and her and she's right in front of me. Yep. Yeah, I can't help it that I'm fucking gunning her down, fucking drilling a hole in her fucking pants. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's just human nature. Yeah. You know, for a straight guy, I've probably stared at a lot of dude ass, you know, more than most dudes. Anytime the band would play somewhere that wasn't, didn't have oh, a stick. Oh, you're the drummer. Yeah, <laughs> if there wasn't a drum riser, then I'm sitting down on the same level as everybody, and the singer's ass is right there. You see? It's like, oh, great, I get to look at everybody's butt. So I loved it when there was a drum riser. It's like, even two feet, man, that's good enough. I'll look at the back of his head. <laughs> let's, let's say I was a drummer. I'd pose with my ass for you just to get a reaction. I'd puff my ass out and look back and go, hey, what do you think? Oh, I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of times that, uh, that Albert, my friend Albert Hall, he's, uh, he's Captain Patch in the Musical Blades right now, but we were in a band called Weatherhead. I'm absolutely positive some of the times he wiggled his ass was because he knew he was standing <laughs> hey, right this. in front of me. And he's watch this. <laughs> it's like, thanks, Albert. <laughs> and I still stick to what I said last week on the subject of yoga pants. I want I want a better competition sometimes at football games, especially mm -hmm. ass bag games. Yeah. They need to deem them yoga pants games. Yeah. And that's where the uh, losing coach has to wear yoga pants all week. Including the press conferences. Yep. So, I mean, if you want to put it in perspective, imagine like uh, Andy Reid having to wear yoga pants to all this stuff. Oh, my God. Because they lost. Hey, how about an extra penalty? If they get shut out at home, yeah. they have to wear those yoga pants till they get a yeast infection. It's <laughs> 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 probably only about two well, weeks. Fuck yeah, I got the bat wings and everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Or the flying squirrel, yeah. that's what's only stuck on one side. The flying squirrel, yeah. <laughs> no fucking ball layout. <laughs> those yoga pants are going to be tighter, like a, man. Those balls are going to be crawling up the crack of my ass. My friend Davey used to describe wearing uh, tight underwear and boxers and none. And he'd just show his face like... The tight one, he'd show his face like all gripped up, like, <laughs> yeah. and then the fucking nothing free ball, and he'd just show his face going, oh, oh, oh. Zen, zen. Yeah, it was funny the way he did it, and I can't describe it. I mean, people are looking at me funny, but fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about testicles. Remember there were two the, naked men sitting here in the, out in public in the city market. It was nice they put the little orange cones around us so that hey. everyone knows it's an official thing. Yes. The funniest was, was you. I didn't know you noticed it, but the, the 
one where Michelle was the guest, uh-huh. and that old lady that was like right right across from us, uh-huh. that um, I caught her like looking at us. I think we was being crude. I go, hey, how are you doing? And she got the <laughs> dirtiest look on her face. Yeah, she's and would not hard. talk. She's like, <laughs> I, I said something like, fuck you, you old bag or something. <laughs> old fucking bitter fucking sour snatch. Yep. Guess, guess what? We're out in public too, and we get to do out in public things just like you. Her pussy juices, fucking Drano. <laughs> fucking withered up, fucking nasty, fucking smelly asshole. Anyhow. She has those those <laughs> dusty queefs. Oh yeah, and more like a. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a little little kid sneezing or something. Her her clit looks like a piece of chewed up bubble gum stretched out. Oh, nasty. Occasionally she has to like roll it up to get in her underwear. <laughs> My love bean just ain't what it used to. Boy. Look at that. It's all saggy and hanging. That's because my boy Ed here, he beat it out. You know what? I shouldn't use Ed. No, 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 no. How about uh, uh, Willie? You- you Willie, that's yeah. good intermediate. My boy yeah. Willie, he banged that out like a fucking beefsteak. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, Willie. that's, it's... He goes, I take my dentures out, and fuck, <laughs> I go to town. Like, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no way I'm going to get any kind of erection now after hearing yeah, that. Yeah, that's so it, me too. Because you know, I'm sitting here well, naked, that, I don't want to get a woody. It's raining a little bit, it's kind of windy. <laughs> I mean, we probably are not at our best. No, we're a little shriveled yeah. up. And <laughs> Look, anytime I get uh, someone staring at my meat thimble, I go, it gets bigger. <laughs> What's the term? Uh, grower, not a shower? Yeah, that, that would always crack me up. Yeah, anyway. Until I had a couple of j- cause chicks go, oh, that's what uh, small dick men say. <laughs> so? It's for skin cancer anyway. This is yeah, why we're doing right. this. So. Yeah, so get off our ass. You <clears throat> or unless you want to, unless you want to check our ass for yeah. spots or melanomas or something, I, I, then you know, get right on our ass. I feel objectified <laughs> myself. Yeah, I, I feel do. like I, I have I been like marginalized by my penis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so feel stop discriminated women. against because I have one. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're a dangler. Oh, get away from me, dangler. You got the bit. Get out of here. No. You're not welcome. Or ear welcome. You're ear welcome around here. That one always gets me. <laughs> that, did you see that bicyclist that went by a little while ago? Are you talking about the one with the helmet or the other one? The well, one, the one when the rang, the bell, he rang his bell when he went. Oh by. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we used to do when he rode, we rode the scooters. The scooters. We're gonna yeah. do that again, but yeah. we gotta find a place we can ride him in Kansas City. Yeah, there's so many dead zones. It's what I want to do is we just need to pathetic. buy our own scooters. I think so. That are industrial quality like a bird. And then yeah. we just take them down there and we ride them. And we can ride them anywhere because they don't have that. They don't have the yeah. defeat chip, yeah. Yeah, because like, we tried to ride the scooters, what, about a month ago? Yeah. And every business, it, it was a shutoff zone. Yeah, every 10 to 20 yards, they just quit. And then you'd have to push it for a while, and then it would work for a few yards, and then it would quit again. We could uh, we could go to horrible. our um, our favorite uh, garage. Yeah, that was and fun. Go, oh, that was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, there went another bicycle guy, but, but what I was thinking of was... Oh, that's uh, the one without a helmet. Yeah. yeah look at him. Look at the way he pedals. Earlier today, I, I was got looking an ass out. 
<laughs> I was looking out my front window, uh-huh. and there was a police van that drove that was driving by. Was Mr. Creepy in it? No, this was just uh, just a regular old white van, and then the word police in big black letters on the outside. If you're familiar with the KCMO police, that's how yeah. their vans look. It's just yeah. a plain white van and the word police in giant black letters. But it had stopped just a little past my house. Now I looked out. And there he goes again. Fucking <laughs> asshole. heard us talking about bicyclists. But I heard a side door of the van close. You know, the sliding doors, how it makes uh-huh. that sound. Zzz, boom. Mm-hmm. So I heard that, and then the van started leaving. And then here came a guy riding a bicycle going the other way. And the timing was such that I'm pretty sure the guy with the bicycle got out of that police van. And then closed the door and then hopped on his bike and started You think pedaling. maybe they gave him a ride from a high traffic area and they mm. dropped him off in the burbs? Here's, what I, here's the description of him, you tell me. It was just a pretty average looking road bike. The guy had a very plain white bicycle helmet on. Mm-hmm. The guy was wearing just kind of regular loose fitting clothes and he was easily 50 years old. That was an undercover cop? Yep. Okay. At the very least, plain clothes. Yeah, yeah, plain clothes. So I was clothes. thinking, okay, the cops just came by and dumped this guy off to pedal around in my neighborhood and hide the fact that he's a cop and look for sketchy shit going on. Well, Center's right down the road. You think maybe he's just flying around there looking for drug deals or something? You know, I would like to think that he, he was actually on a mission, like he had an agenda that they didn't just drop him off to patrol my neighborhood and see if he could catch somebody doing something wrong. Because well, that kind of no, sucks. I thought, I thought, like, this area right here is not particularly dangerous. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking like this, like, he's going somewhere, like, center or maybe mm-hmm. down on 85th, you know. Oh, so they dropped him here, out yeah. of the zone, and then he's going to bicycle his yeah, way yeah, in. They, yeah, you can't do it down where you're at, okay. where you're going to yeah, be patrolling. Right. Okay, that makes he me feel He might be going better. over to Truce, too. Yeah, or, or down on the uh, the trolley track trail. There that used to be. be the trolley. I'll bet you it might this, be the trolley the track area. trail, yeah. And this is a trolley from the 40s, not the trolley that we have now. Yeah. In uh, fact, we had when streetcars uh, a long time ago. When my family moved here in 67, I remember seeing rail cars going along that line. Was they still here in 67? Yeah, yeah. I'd, uh, they'd uh, occasionally have, because there was, there was that um, uh, roofing company down there on, uh, was it 85th Street? Yeah, yeah. And the guy who had that bought part of the rail line, and he would get the supplies in there, and then he'd load up these rail cars, and he had a small engine, and he would just pull them up that line and supply the hardware stores and various places. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, and is there, as, as recently as, like, 1970, he was still running cars along that line. Okay, you see, But then it, it faded out after that. I started really, I was born in 66, and I really started remembering stuff probably 72 or yeah. something. You know, and this is like my very first remembrances of, uh, of you know, uh, going to Montgomery Wards down there. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Off of, what is that? Is that Hardesty or something? Or, not Hardesty. Uh, you know you know where the old Montgomery Wards was, the mm-hmm. big white Montgomery Wards. Yeah. And the Sears downtown and stuff yeah. like that. With my mom, <laughs> when my older brother and sister were in school, yeah. I had to run around with her because I was the youngest, which was cool, you know. 
and you know we'd go get a hot tamale from the tamale vendor and you know who i'm talking about yeah everybody knows the hot tamale guy he was famous around here yeah and it doesn't matter what part of town you're in he was there somehow mm -hmm. i swear there's like 30 of them and because it's not like the little the cinnamon flavored candies these are actually hot no, tamales. these were good shit. <laughs> yeah oh, these are burn you yeah, <laughs> I remember we opened up a lemonade stand. He drank like fucking ten glasses of lemonade. He was oh, so parched yeah. one day. Bad. Yep. Yeah. So we we were in return bought some tamales. Mm -hmm. So, but anyhow, he is a good guy. And yeah. Anyhow, my my remembrances was that, and I'd never seen a street car. You know. Yeah. Well, these weren't actually street cars when I saw them because they did run trolleys during the time period. You okay, the 30s so it was no street cars. It was all trolleys. It was like streetcars and trolleys. They were kind of similar. Yeah, because... Like, um, you know, like the San Francisco trolleys and streetcars are uh, basically the same thing. Well, so you know the trolley, was, the old trolley, a great example is there's a real one down at the city market in front of Betty Ray's ice cream. We're it's, real close. Yeah, it's a coffee shop. Yeah, we're real close to that because... Yeah. Okay. But I remember as a kid, I'd walk home from grade school... And I'd, I'd cross that line, and it was an unusual sight to see a rail car trucking yeah. along there. You know but what? it wasn't the kind of thing where I'd go, wow, look at that. It was like, oh, okay, there's one of those again. When we take a break coming up, mm -hmm. what we'll do is we'll go down there to uh, Fifth Street, and you can look up and you can see it. Yeah. But I guarantee you we've been by it a hundred times because we go home that way. Yeah, yeah. You just never really uh, knew it was there. So... It's pretty anyway, cool because it I mean, was it was decoration, yeah. and now it's a coffee shop, and people like go up to the front. And there's places to sit out back. But go ahead, what were you saying? I'm the sorry. Uh, the 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 whole rail track from is like 85th and Prospect, all the way through up through Waldo down to Brookside, uh -huh. about 63rd Street. That was kind of the the rail line. Um, I guess it went a little farther that down uh, through like Crestwood up up pretty close to the plaza. But uh, that whole whole place along there, they stripped out the rails and made it a bicycling and walking. Yeah, track. yeah. When you so go that's through Brookside, what they call the trolley track. Brookside, trail. it's like no longer a uh, right. Yeah, it's you got to work your way through Brookside and pick it up again on the other side. Yeah, Brookside would not have it. Brookside's like, <laughs> yeah. no, you're going to get rid of those tracks. Well, yeah, they would have had to. Brookside would have had to get rid of too much parking, and there's so many shops and restaurants that's so, there. That's so true. They couldn't yeah. afford to get rid of any parking. Um, of course, people made the point that if people can walk up or bicycle up through this trail and instead of driving up, then that takes the place of parking. But yeah. Nah, they didn't. they like, no, and, we'll, and we'll Brookside, keep parking. there's a lot of neat little businesses there. I oh, mean, Brookside know, is awesome. It's like it. the undiscovered gem south of the plaza. A lot of people don't realize how cool Brookside is. Oh, it's I mean, a, they, yeah, it's something They else. have really first-class restaurants there. Mm -hmm. It's a nice little area. It's a very suburban area in the middle of the city, really. It's beautiful very, old uh, homes. Yeah, huge oak trees. Yeah, it's 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 a nice area. Yeah, love it. It's huge diversity of, of foods you can get, restaurant types. Yes. Little shops, coffee shops, roasteries. There's a yeah. historic building there that was an old cat's drugstore. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I remember shopping there when I was a kid. Yep. Cats, K-A-T-Z. Yeah. And everybody called it Katz's. 
we're gonna uh -huh. go down to Katz's. Uh -huh. And uh, my earliest memories is my dad take me one down there to the Northeast, where the bridge that eats all the trucks. Oh yeah. Yeah, the one that has his own website, <laughs> his own Facebook page. Yes. The bridge on Independence <laughs> Avenue for anyone that wants to look it up, and they do a daily count of how many trucks get scalped. Yep. In that fucking thing, it's they don't funny. Watch. Oh, and, and I'm always on there cheering every time a truck explodes into nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah! I'm always on there going, "Yay, go bridge!" So, uh, um, what the? Oh, the cats is there had soda jerks, and this is what they called them. Yep. Soda jerks, just like a jerk. I think that's where the name came from. Yeah, it was something about how you dispense the soda. There was like a jerking motion they made yes, to draw out yeah. the syrup. Yeah. So they or called the them soda, soda jerks. Yeah. So yeah, soda jerk. The the guys the down there would get a lemon lime. And, you know, me and my dad would go down there and sit in the little bar stools there, and the guy would have the hat on, the paper hat, and uh, we'd both order lemon limes. We loved them. They cut a lemon and a lime in half, squeeze them into this uh, real glass, mm -hmm. tall glass, yeah, and then put uh, uh, soda water and sweetener and stir it up, and it was so good. Usually the sweetener was a, what they call a simple syrup. Yes. And it was, they make it themselves with water and sugar. That's mm -hmm. basically the only two ingredients. And you, you heat it and stir it together in the proper amounts, and you get just this basic simple syrup. Yeah, and you don't have sugar at the bottom of it and all that. Yeah. It's it evenly displayed in mm -hmm. the drink. I used to work at a Baskin Robbins, so I know about simple syrup. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, and the, actually, there's a couple of coffee houses that have simple syrup. Yeah, that makes a good coffee sweet. Oh, it really does. They've got it at a. Um, the hell's the name of it and it's up there near the old streetcar at the city market just right up the road here um what the hell is the name of it damn oh river key coffee oh okay named after the old famous river key yeah q-u-a-y as in french river yeah. river key was an area that was supposed to be developed to rival the french quarter and the mafia owned it in kansas city and they were too busy blowing up and yeah. blowing each other up and killing each other and never got off the ground see i remember car bombs and i'm still pissed also, to this day because i want that there were also built yeah there were also bombs in like office buildings oh, allegedly 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 yeah yeah, yeah. allegedly yeah but yeah i remember you pick up the paper and here's another scene of a, a blown up car and then a couple legs sticking yeah, out with, yeah, you know, platform shoes and uh, bell bottoms and <laughs> I remember one was, was a like a gangster. smoldering top hat you know, not a top hat but the hats that they used to wear oh yeah a Stetson type of hat or whatever there's fedoras there's yeah, like the, yeah it could have been like a fedora type of hat or there's yeah. like the hipster beanie kind of hat yeah. with a bill and... no this is more like a fedora type of hat and it was smoldering. Like a yeah, hat. And businessman hats. Yeah. It was like right next to this blown up car and it was smoldering. <laughs> and it's on the Kansas City Star. Yeah. Because back then it was the Times in the morning, the Star at night. We had yeah. a daily newspaper two times. And then the Saturday was a one a day, and that was the Times. And yes. Sunday was, was a one a day, and it was the Star. Star. So they split it that And way. they had the greatest comics in that son of a bitch, <laughs> oh, too. Yeah. I couldn't wait to get it. Yeah, I love the comics. No, I know. They're all in color. And yeah. there's probably like five pages. Oh, didn't it piss you off sometimes when the printing was, was jacked up? Yeah. And it would and double print the comics? Yeah, and you couldn't read the shit? Yeah, it was like you had on somebody else's glasses or something. Yeah, it's like, it used oh, to I can't look at this. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> but, used, you know, you, it, if you went and got another copy, like you could go to a friend's house and chances are there's Here's what better, I did. I had, we had it delivered to the house. We had uh -huh. it thrown to the house, okay? And um, what I would do is I would go to the store near us. 
I go in there, I go, yeah, I bought this paper this morning and the cartoons are, are not legible. Can I grab one out of here? Yeah, sure. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, here's mine. You just throw them in another yeah. one and someone else got to worry about that shit. Someone else is cursing them. We're, uh, when you were younger, was it still a thing to get a job delivering newspapers? Yes. You're, As a matter of fact, I did that for a while. I, I wanted and to, but my... Uh, I've got a name for it. It never you. worked out for me. What was that? Grit. Yes. Grit. I remember that. Yeah. I delivered grit. My bicycle. Money delivering grit. I actually did yes. make some good money. That was a newspaper? Kind of a... Yeah, it was a... Uh, uh, mm, what would the fuck would you call it? Just... It, what was it about? I never even knew what it was about. I remember some of it was semi-religious. Just kind of everyday American yeah, life, kind of like the Saturday American. Evening Post. It was actually, just, it was a really good newspaper. Yeah. It was nationwide. Yeah. And uh, I think it, they just printed it locally. Yeah, they printed it, it locally, and that's how you would get it. fairly low-quality paper, which is yeah. part of the name Grid. It was just kind of, you know. They had different sections of the Kansas City area yeah. that to deliver to and you would go down to where your section was they have one main station mm -hmm. which was usually a parking lot oh wow and they would have okay alright here's Wallace's delivery here you go yeah. I had like 50 of them and I was responsible for getting on my bicycle with those 50 of them and delivering them to the addresses yeah yeah and I made like I don't know a nickel of paper or something yeah something small <laughs> like that hey hey, hey. He's meat gazing. Hey! You see him, he's meat gazing. Yeah, he is. Yep. <laughs> I don't think he likes what he sees, though. No. no. <laughs> Sorry, this is all we got to offer. Sorry. It gets bigger. <laughs> it's cold out. Come on, it's rainy. Hey, it gets smaller. <laughs> I guess it is possible to get smaller. but. Hey, I got a small weenie. I try harder. <laughs> He's probably, they probably they look at the tiny size of our wieners and then start looking around for our big... You can big, try all you want, buddy. You know, they, they start looking around for our big pickups. Yeah. The dick that small, you yeah, must yeah. have a really oh, big-ass oh, pickup truck. Oh, with the transgender. Yes. A really big the, uh, transgender pickup. Yes, yeah. the transgender pickups. And, but, no, I, I always wanted that job delivering uh, paper. I thought it would be cool to ride around well, in, the van, in the man, van early in the morning. They had one guy in the back there yeah. who's running the crank. To wrap up the papers and the guys on either side throwing them out, I thought, and they're listening to rock, and it's like I, I kind of want to do that, but I did that Saturday nights for a while, and yeah. I got tired of it. But yeah, I mean, it was fun. I mean, it that's not a even a thing anymore, is it? Does anybody? I mean, there's a few well, people who subscribe me, to the paper. How does it get delivered? It, um, it still, they still throw it. Because okay. they hit me up every fucking two months, mm -hmm. wanting me to buy the paper again, and I'm like, no way, I, I, I don't need it. So they can't have much of a delivery fleet. No, it's not so, like it used to be. Yeah, so they pretty much have to, I guess, contract it out to people who already have the big creepy vans, which would be yes. uh, your pedophiles yeah, yeah, and your yeah. registered sex offenders. Well, so that's what the starter. Uh, yeah, that's who's delivering your paper, but yeah. that's also who runs the ice cream trucks anyway that people always send their kids out to. Yeah. yeah. Here's 20 bucks. Run out to that stranger who's promising you something sweet out of his van. Great idea. What could possibly go wrong with that? Are you listening to yourselves, parents? It's like, look, I, I don't have my I don't have oh my, my slippers God. on, so little Johnny's going to go get it. Okay? Yeah. We're going to watch him from the kitchen window. You know every freaking one of those guys is a pedophile driving What could possibly happen that? if I'm at the kitchen window? There's all window that clown shit around on a van. You know it's got to be a pedophile oh, driving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, uh, yeah. Hey, I noticed something really on YouTube, but the recently I've been looking at some comparison videos where he's like compare this to that. And if it's like a comparison of a sound, like uh, you know this tuning versus that tuning, or you know this mm -hmm. these strings versus that strings, and I've started noticing a pattern is. They'll play one, and then they'll make the change and play the next audio so you can compare them. More often than not, they'll stick an ad break right in between yes. those two. Yes. And Especially like you if can't... you're fixing something mm -hmm. and it's on there. It's like how to fix your mower or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, but this was specifically irritating to me because, okay, I want to hear the two sound clips back to back. Yeah, I got what you're saying, but and, you can't. But they interrupt me with that ad. It's like, all right, now I'm hearing the music from the ad. Now we're back to the video. It's like I forgot what the other one sounded like now. But they intentionally put it there mm -hmm. because if it pisses you off enough, then you pay the extra for the that's ad free version. That's what I was getting ready yeah. to say. Uh -huh. And I got an app that changes voices and some of these little skits and stuff that yeah. you hear and some of that aren't released yet because they're, mm -hmm. they're i'm trying to do a higher standard look i mean the stuff is pretty good for what we have but i'm trying to really go professional quality something that you would get at an fm radio morning show like that type of a quality i'm trying to produce it like that i'm trying for excellence that way you guys start bringing us free coffee and shit. Yeah, that's right. Well, we're naked. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, um, so a lot of them you haven't heard yet. But these apps that change your voice, they have this little um, paddle on there, okay? Mm -hmm. And then you go, okay, I want to, I want to sound like a child. So I want this child to go, ooh, gross. You know, it, like when we're talking about our podcast, two douchebags on a microphone is here for you, and then the little kid's like, ooh, gross, and then the throw-up sound. Yeah. Well, to get the right tone and the pitch of that kid, that paddle doesn't go all the way unless you buy the app. <laughs> so you kind of sound like a fucking young frog or something, and then mm -hmm. it's like, and it's like, oh, hey, stop there. You, you got the free version, bucko. Yep. Throw us some fucking change, otherwise you're not getting the little kid sound. Yep. <laughs> like, I, I thought that was kind of evil because I already had my, I had it on my phone and everything. Yeah. And it said that's what it was going to do. Well. Yeah, it, it went from you pay a certain amount and you get a certain amount. And now it's you get it all, but part of it is locked up behind a pay barrier. Yes. And it's there constantly on your mind thinking well, about this, it. Well, this and is it very you adjacent thinking. to the it's YouTube It's just like deal. right here and I can use it right now if I just... If I just succumb and pay the five your, bucks uh -huh. or whatever. They yeah. let you talk yourself into it. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the almost metaverse. You think the metaverse is going to be any different, man? They're oh, going to be we're gonna get hammering the, you left and right get with the every kind of bit. advertisement. That fucking, that fucking little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> fucking cocksucker. I was in Facebook jail. I was in Facebook jail for four fucking days because I was um, uh, teasing a friend of mine uh -huh. about her sunflowers. I said I was going to go cut them down. Uh -huh. And so automatically, some little bitch. Oh my God! This guy here, he tried to cut down her sunflowers. He's so mean. <laughs> Listen here, you little pussy. The only reason I use Facebook is to keep in touch with family that's not here, tell stupid jokes, and promote this podcast. You think I give a fuck about you or anything you do? I don't. 
Eat my ass, you little fucking narc. So, anyhow. These people you expect turn me in everyone to have... Nothing. Nothing. They expect us to have... To share their sense of humor and point of view. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh. fucking stupid is what it is. And if you're that fragile, go eat a fucking bullet. That's all. Yeah. You're that it's... fucking fragile, you don't need to live. Because everything's going to hurt your feelings. If the wind's out in the north, you're going to be offended. That fucking wind, what do I do about it? You're those a fucking have, pussy. Those people have been around for a long time, but recently, you know, in the scheme of things, we've been giving them way too loud a voice. Yes, we it's have. Like, go ahead and be offended. I don't give a shit. Be offended all fucking year. Yeah. Get, welcome to the club. I'm offended every fucking day. You know what I do? <laughs> yeah. I fucking man up and just get over it. Yeah. And yeah. the, but then they look at you. It's like, no, I don't believe that's a. Oh, I'm gonna, know, a, I'm gonna get more. That's on not you. a thing to get offended about. You Cancel just... culture's a fucking bitch. Oh. I tell you, you little fucking pussies. Wait till something real happens. Like, let's say Putin uh, says, you know what? We're gonna invade America. You little <laughs> bitches are gonna be trying to hug him to death, and he's gonna fucking kill you. Did you see that thing about George Takai? The other day, I don't the think guy so. he he played Mr. Sulu on no, the Star yeah, Trek. No, yeah, I know who he is. Original Famously series. gay guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, Takai Takay. It's his name is Takay. Takay because it yeah. rhymes with gay. Yeah, yeah that's what he always says. That was on Will and Grace too. Good you know, evening. This is George Takay. Yeah. I'm Takay because it rhymes with gay. Yeah. <laughs> the way he says "Oh my" is famous. Oh my! But he posts a number of things on on Facebook that are pretty entertaining and, and insightful. Yes. But there was one thing he said <laughs> recently. He said, uh, "Oh my!" Uh, too bad, you know. He said, "How about we could we could pack up all these millions of AK-47s that America has and ship them off to the Ukraine so the Ukrainians could use them to defend themselves?" Just a thought. <laughs> I love that thought. And then someone posted right after that and said... And not give them open-ended checks. Well, hang on. He's The next person who posted said, Thank you for pointing out exactly why we need to have AK-47s here in America. <laughs> it's the attitude that, Oh, it's happening in Ukraine. Could never happen here. Of no course bullshit. it can fucking happen yes, here. Yes, it can, and I think it eventually will yeah. happen here. And you know, if we sent all these millions of guns to Ukraine, are we going to get them back? No. 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 So... <laughs> People don't want to give up their guns when you show them a reason why they should have guns. But, oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And the, uh, my other suggestion is funny. invest in ghost guns. Oh, the, the 3D printed ones that are... Uh, yeah. 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 You, well, you know, it is not illegal to make your own firearm. Allegedly. It is not. No, no, no. I'm joking around. Yeah, I know. If you can make all the parts and make your own firearm, go ahead. Sure, do it. Yeah, it's yours. Uh huh. Just like uh, if you want to distill your own alcohol, you can do it, and the government can't do shit about it unless you start selling it and not paying tax on it. Yep. That's when the government comes after you. You know <laughs> what were the moonshiners worried about? Revenueers. Yeah, well, internal did, revenue service they, tax agents. They weren't afraid they, of the police. It was the tax agents. How they bust all the mobsters? Tax evasion. You know the mobsters are doing shit like killing people with icicles, and then the uh, then the weapon would melt, and they wouldn't yeah. have a murder weapon. And back then, they didn't have the technology. Yeah, they couldn't say, "Well, we don't have the weapon, so we can't prove shit." So they get away with it. 
The only way they could get these people is tax evasion. They thought and DNA was the Department of North America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, well, that's simple. Let's see, they own two fruit stands. How do they have a million-dollar home? Well, let's check into that. So that's how they got them, mm -hmm. was tax evasion. And it, it's kind of an interesting catch-22. Oh, and that's the thing is, I'm sorry, I didn't go all the way. Yeah. Tax evasion is how they catch everybody in a loophole. They yeah. can't get you one way or another. They'll get you through your taxes. Yeah, yeah. So anyhow, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And it's 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 kind of a catch twenty two situation because if you've got illegally gotten money, then strictly speaking, that's not taxable income. But you would have to admit that you got the money illegally exactly. and open so yourself up it, to prosecution that way. It corner-holed them. It, yeah. it pegged them in a certain area, and they had no choice. You yeah. know, the lesser of the evil, like, they go to their lawyer and go, well, which one will I get in less trouble? Well, the tax evasion. Well, then we're going to go that route. Right. You, you've got to pick between two crimes that you're, you know, exactly. you're accused of this crime. The only way to get out of it is to admit to a worse crime. Yeah. Uh, you're stuck. So yeah. and and if you had been paying taxes all those years, they would audit you and say, "Where the hell are you getting all this money?" And exactly. you're stuck again. So then, so, your lawyer, yeah, the tax, your tax lawyer would come back and really go, "Well, vicious. we pled this deal down. You're going to say that you uh, committed tax evasion. Mm -hmm. They're not going to ask you exactly where you got this from, but you're going to do 15 years and you're going to be out." And that's what pissed the mobsters off so much is. The government was basically doing what they were doing. The well, higher up you go, the more you them. get you get money from those below you. Uh -huh. And the mobsters lived by taxing the mobsters below them. Yeah. And until you got down to the bottom, and they're the ones that were stealing or taking yeah. the gambling. It or was whatever. like a hazement for the newcomers. Yeah. It's like so you're going to get hazed until you get far enough to where you're getting ten people underneath you that are mm -hmm. kicking up to you. And then that's what pissed the mobsters off is like. These fucking governments think they're so righteous. They're doing exactly what we're doing. Yes. Muscling. So they felt that they should be able to muscle in into a government, and that's what they were trying to do in Cuba, fact, was basically take over and have a mob-driven country. A lot of the task force were mafia. Yeah. You know, it's just this. One, one or the other <laughs> side didn't know. Yeah. So. It's this fascinating world of organized crime that we still haven't yeah. done that one show on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah. Well, we are going to do that show. Yeah. Because I actually started doing a little underlayment with some a little bit of research mm -hmm. going on. Um, the one thing that we both need to do, I've already done it, but I need to be refreshed, is to watch the movie Black Hand Straw Man. Mm -hmm. It's just like I want to watch the Ozark Mutant Music Festival. The documentary that's already been produced, not the one coming up, mm -hmm. the one that was done locally, because I, I want to watch that again too, so I can remember exactly what's on there, and I want to go a little bit more in depth about some of the things that happened, because we just kind of lightly glossed over it, and you looked up some stuff that was really interesting about it, but there's so much more to it than what we just said, but also the movie Black Hand Strawman, I want us to do that in adjacent with your grandfather. Yeah. So... And to me, I find these subjects very interesting. It's like this. It's concealed in one episode. So if you don't like it, you don't download it. Well, that's true. Yeah, we're not going to keep hammering it at you unless... Yeah. Uh, this is stuff that I find interesting, and I hope you do too. And if not, then that's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I did find interesting. <coughs> the, CEO, uh, the COO of Beyond Meat, Doug Ramsey, 
arrested for allegedly biting man's nose after an Arkansas college football game. Oh my God, Mr. Vegan. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Vegan company. And he's eating meat. And he's out there trying he's to eat this meat. nose off this guy's <laughs> yeah. face. Maybe he's just overcome with, with flesh desire. He's like, I got to eat some animal flesh. I will eat your nose. <laughs> what a weirdo. Oh, I know. Ramsey, 53, was arrested for terroristic threatening and third-degree battery. Oh, wow. Hence, the third-degree battery would be one biting one's nose. Yeah. wonder what the terroristic threats were. That ought to be fun. <laughs> I know. You can't, I mean, you can't make shit like this up. I mean, oh, really? this is just amazing. I, I mean, when this fell into my lap, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> not only is it bizarre, but it's great fodder. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a fake meat company, and this guy's biting someone's nose, which is real meat. Mm-hmm. He has been the operating chief of Beyond Meat since December of um, 2018. 2018, I think, is what, yeah. He previously worked for Tyson Foods. Okay. Ramsey and Beyond Meat did not immediately respond to requests for comments, which is, you know, pretty much a guilty sign. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, I refuse to talk. Okay, so you did it. <clears throat> Here's something that immediately popped into mind. He used to work for Tyson, which is all about Tyson chicken. Yeah, yeah, and it's all down there in Bentonville because mm -hmm. why? Walmart. Yeah. Walmart, I know this because I know some people that were high up in the chain. I don't know them anymore, but I knew them for a while. And they said that anybody that does a certain amount of business, Walmart has to have a corporate office there in Bentonville. Oh, okay. Or Rogers. Same area, making them support cities. the local economies there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I was thinking, the guy used to work for Tyson Chicken, which is all about animal flesh, and now he's at the whatever Impossible Meat or Fake Meat Company. One, yeah, you, you could say, well, did he decide to have a conversion against meat? But my thinking is no money. Yeah, he was he was in the he was in the industry, and he saw that there was a, an opening in the market for the plant-based meat, so he dove he into ship, it. Yeah, and he's running it as a business, not because he believes in it, but because he believes it will make him money. Bingo. Um, yeah, and absolutely. that's okay. There's nothing wrong well, with that. But when he starts faking out, yeah, when they see. when when people in these positions start pretending that there's some holy crusader trying to better the world that's when you gotta call bullshit and say no you're in this to make money there now if is, you're trying to sell us no, that you're Mother um, Teresa in corporate clothing then no, nah, kiss my ass there's no out. COO that's worried about you and your health Yeah, anywhere. chief operational officer something like that that's unless you're directly making you them money Yeah, they don't give a fuck about your health yeah the nature of a corporation doesn't give a fuck about you or your health. McDonald's might call them Happy Meals, but in reality, they don't give a shit if your kids are happy or not. They, as long as you know. buy them, that's all they, they give a fuck about. They don't give a shit about. that they're little fat roly-polies. Uh -huh. They're fucking uh, mouth breathers. They only call them Happy Meals because it makes you buy them. Not because they want you to be happy. I call them Sad Meals. You see uh. how much they have in them? Death Meals. You, you know why they're sad now? It's because they give you fucking apple slices. That's why it's sad. No more apple pie. Apple slices. Now, they used to be Happy Meals when they actually had yeah. something really nice and sugary in them. 
And seriously, you can either give the kid the apple pie, which he'll eat, or you give him the apple slices, which, which he'll throw away be, immediately yeah. and some critter will get. Yeah. So what have you done? Basically, you've fed wildlife. I say the answer is, <laughs> is every time your kid doesn't eat an apple slice, you hit him right in the face. Eventually, they'll McDonald's eat it out of fear. No, your kid. Oh, well, I guess. Yeah, out of fear, they will just... I'd be okay with hitting McDonald's right in the face every time yeah, my, actually, my kid Yeah, actually, all right. <laughs> okay, all right. I'll quit with the jokes. Don't hit your kid in the face. No. Hyperbole, jokes, <clears throat> stupidness, what have you. Unless Allegedly, you're having a consensual water balloon fight. Yes, then, then you, you hit someone in your the kid, face. Then you can then hit your kid in the face with it's a water really balloon. It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Ramsey allegedly punched through the back of a Subaru after it was wow. made after it made contact. What is he hulking out or something? <laughs> yeah, it made contact with his front tire of Ramsey's car. So this guy like a road rage like poked into his car. There's probably oh like God. everybody was trying to leave at once, right? Yeah. This is the way I imagine it. It's a football game, Fayetteville, I believe. The yeah, uh, I think Razorbacks. Right yeah. yeah. So. They're all leaving, it sounds like, and it sounded like a low-speed deal. That's mm -hmm. how he was able to jump out. So his tire hit his contact, uh, his car, the Subaru, <coughs> made contact with his tire. So he fucking jumps out, and he punches a hole through the back of the Subaru. I wonder if it's the glass. It had to be. They don't had to have been. Can, they don't he think there are any Subarus with convertible tops. I don't no, think that's it a had to been glass. So he had to punch through the back glass. Dang. So he had to been he was probably drunker than fuck. Oh man. Don't you think? <laughs> Only a drunk guy punches through fucking glass and then bites someone's nose. And of course that means he was about to hop in his car and drive off drunk. They'll cover that part up for him. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's already since he's done. the COO of some big company there. You know, they they can't cover the fact that he bit somebody's nose, but they'll cover up the fact that he was drunk off his ass. Yeah, that'll that'll get just that'll get cleansed. Well, I know a fact. I know a really really close case of a place that I used to work for, that this guy was involved in some real shady shit. Not just like stealing or something, but real dirty shit. And uh, when he got busted, at first it was everywhere, and then it was nowhere. Mm -hmm. It was too high up. You can't find it on the internet now. It's wow. gone. It's been scrubbed, so I don't want to go into it any more than that because uh, that's it. So anyhow, the Subaru owner then, and I'm not talking about my last job that I dog on all the time, and oh, by the way, <laughs> fuck you guys. So anyhow, the Subaru owner then got out of his car and Ramsey allegedly punched the man in the face and bit his nose. So he punched him in the face and then bit his nose. So like... Smashing him in the face ass. wasn't good enough. Yes. It's like, he's so mad, he bit the guy on the fucking nose. Is he a Mike Tyson fan? Yes, I think so. <laughs> I think that he is starred for me. He probably is. I think is. that people are, like, watching him, making sure that he was, like, really true mm -hmm. about his Beyond Beef. And I think he just flipped out after a couple of beers, and he's like, that nose looks yeah. fucking delicious. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I have an idea. He was uh, <clears throat> he was cosplaying. That's what it was. It was cosplaying, cosplaying a Klingon who was in heat, and they they bite to leave their scent on on you their mate. You're right. That's so he I'm was right. he was attracted to that this guy. That poor guy. He's just misunderstood. Yeah, he was. We need to get He off was his basically back. asking the guy, you know, for a date with a happy ending. 
by biting him on the nose. And it was just he was just being a Klingon. Okay. That must be that's it. That's it. I'm sure. Okay. I'm certain that's what We've it is. We've solved the problem. You're well once again, that's, America. You're, you're welcome. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey had been under fire for Beyond Meat's dismal performance in the last couple of years. The stock has dropped by 73% this Whoa, year. Oh, nice. Dragging its net, net worth to $1.9 billion from $13.4 billion a year ago. Damn. And tell me it how was they're time doing to that sell a year ago. when Beyond Meat <laughs> seems to be more popular than ever. Bad investments. Yeah. Bad he, ideas. It had to have been something directly correlating with him. Yeah. Because to influence a company that much, to make it do that dismal just suddenly, that's someone at the top just fucking going, just doing stupid shit. Yeah. That, uh, that's along the lines of uh, Peloton has changed their advertisements re recently to be less, you know, catchphrases and rah-rah and more. Well, they, they got pigeonholed. They really did. They really did. And that's what uh, that's part of what really crushed their finances. Their finances. Their finances. I was going to say what financial means. but Is that like financial? Yes, that's financial. But <laughs> what I saw the other day on a crawl along the bottom of the screen of a, a news thing was that uh, Peloton, the company, was apparently going to spend about $400 million, I think, on a facility to build their products and they totally scrapped that. They're not just downsizing, totally scrapped the idea. Hmm. And instead started laying off people left and right. So they were expecting this big I giant upsurge in sales. I think you and I talked about this personally, yeah. but it was never on the air. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I remember that. Go ahead. They, they were expecting a big giant upsurge in sales, and that never materialized, and they'd thrown so much money into that already that it's like cutting a player from your team and having to take the cap hit, the salary I, cap hit. That's was, kind of what it was for Peloton. It's like, we have to get out of this, but it's going to cost us an arm to get out of it instead of an arm and a leg and a testicle later. Uh, yeah. So they I, got I out and they're the, floundering big time. They're looking for somebody to buy them. I was involved in a situation like that when I was younger. Um, I was working for, remember those big satellite dishes? Oh yeah, the big. I was building footers. and installing them. Oh, cool! And yeah, the chop gum with the uh, um, fiberglass and all that. Yeah. Okay. Well, overnight they came out with this new technology, and it was um, I think it was the smaller dishes when they very first yeah, started. Yeah, like Direct TV was one of the first ones. Yeah, I think it might have been Direct TV or Dish. And they had all these big plans. They was going to have mm -hmm. the showroom and. And, and just overnight, one night we come in there and they fired the big boss, the second boss, the oh, third boss, man. and the only guy left was the foreman and the workers, and most of the workers were gone except for two people. Yep. And they now, steered them down and a dead end path. That's why they got, Randy, all got fired. One of the guys that stayed there, mm -hmm. um, for they, they were closed in two more weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because new technology virtually happened overnight. And they had all this stuff that was going to happen and all this money sunk into it. And I was like calling up my friends going, come down here, man. This is a great job because it paid very well Oh yeah. at the time and had insurance and everything. And I'm calling my friends going, come down here, man. We're expanding. We're going to triple in three weeks, you know, because that's what they were saying. And they really believed it. And then when the technology changed overnight, that was it. And it, it was status to have those satellite dishes, too, not just... 
not just being able to you know get all the channels and stuff, but it was also a status. Mm -hmm. It was something you could show off, but very quickly it became something that homeowners associations told you not only can you can't you cannot install one, but you have to get rid of one if it's there. Yeah. Because they yes. became the, the poster child of ugly backyards. Yeah. Everybody hated the yard that had it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that because yeah. it became taboo. It became very fucking taboo to have one in your backyard because yeah. everybody hated it. It was an eyesore. They were ugly. Yeah. But before that, it was a status. It was like, look at the Joneses over there. They got a, they got a big satellite dish. Oh man. You'd always try to put it by your pool, yes. in the backyard, and you know, so it was always in your pool pictures. Like, wow, look, they've got the satellite dish and, and the pool. Yeah. And um, they even had motorized is, ones. Remember that motorized, so you push yeah, a button and, and it would turn the dish to go to, to point it. to a different yeah. satellite. Yeah, my friend yeah. had a motorized one. He had so much fun with that thing. Yeah. And it would have different, it would show different satellites and go, okay, we're going to hit number three now. And then it would like X out the other one, put an X to it. This one's gone. And this you'd run to the window and watch your dish move. Yeah, in. it was cool. Yeah. So, yeah, overnight that thing was toast. Yep. And they really thought that they were going to expand. And they were telling us, tell your friends to come in, man. You got, you know somebody reliable? Yeah. Tell them to come in. We got jobs for them. Yeah. We got so many jobs, we don't think we can fill them all, you know. Typewriter makers. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until the Pretty computer, much overnight yeah. when computers became affordable, just all of a sudden it became affordable. And this is nobody like wanted window, Windows NT area era. era. I was going to say it was probably early 90s. Cause that would have been NT. I remember the first time I bought a home computer Wasn't that the very for myself, first version of Windows? I this remember is after there was no more DOS. Well, there was DOS. The first one I remember seeing is Windows 3.11. Wait a minute, maybe it was 3.11 was yeah. the first one. Windows NT was later, is more networking. And that yeah, was ba that was yeah, back when right. that was when connectivity was starting to get big. But okay. But the, when I first got my first computer, the then there's the Windows 98. They've changed their numbering; is so screwed up. But a friend of mine that I was in a band with was also selling computers, and he was saying he was making sales every day, selling just plain old ordinary slow small capacity computers with a single color screen for like 2500 bucks a piece and it's like a school district will call and say we need a hundred of them and then they'd figure out a way to interconnect them through you know cabling or something yeah and you know you're just making shit tons of money and that money wasn't being spent on typewriters and mimeograph machines and Xerox machines and all this. So it's shifted to a completely different industry, and typewriters now are just a quaint nostalgia piece. That's true. Uh, I even had one that I picked up at a garage sale. It was a typewriter, electric typewriter, with an with an internal hard drive, and. It, you, so you could type into it and it had a little dot matrix screen so you could see what you're typing and it would just store it on the hard drive and if you, when you were done and you liked what you had it you'd hit print and just put in pieces of paper so you weren't actually typing in real time but it was still an electric typewriter and at the time I thought well this is kind of cool and I, I bought it for like 10 bucks at a garage sale never used it I took it out and looked at it kind of checked it out and saw how it worked but I had a computer and a printer yeah. 
I never touched the thing, and eventually I just threw it away. <laughs> remember, remember how uh, how hard printer uh, toner cartridges used to be to put in? Oh yeah. Oh my God, you used to have to just like spend an hour on it now, and now um, I had to replace my uh, toner ink um, actually yesterday, mm -hmm. and it took like two seconds. Yeah, it's really fast. Oh, it's great. It just like pops out, and you're like, ding, 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 ding. Oh, there we go. All yep. in there. Fantastic. I remember getting a printer and having it hooked up and then realizing that most of the stuff I did on the computer didn't support printing. It's like, oh, I want to be able to print stuff, but nothing that oh, I was doing had an option to print. Like, like, like you're, like you're um, trying to uh, get a recipe and there's uh -huh. 30 pictures of this fucking... Um, this piece being in the oven and then being uh -huh. out with garnish on it and then on a fork uh -huh. and it's like I don't want all the pictures I just want short form mm -hmm. the ingredients the instructions and that's it and you yeah. could never get it now everything has a printer version yeah so that's good <laughs> well I was um, I was working a little bit of overtime um, looking at this not at work but looking at this and I decided that uh, now um what okay i'm sorry you're looking at something there yeah okay it was <laughs> something uh, was biting me on my lay on the back okay. of my thigh it's like it's like damn it what's nibbling on me back here i think it was just a little biting fly <laughs> okay all right sorry, i didn't I, want to start I, cussing right on here <laughs> on the other hand shit motherfucker there's nothing biting me god damn it <laughs> There. <laughs> okay. No, that was very odd because I thought yeah. someone behind you did something. Yeah, it's like kind of disappeared off the table for a yeah. second because like someone's like digging a hole in the back of my thigh. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I decided that some people, you know, we do your invisible for a day ass paddling, right? Uh huh. Well, some people are beyond that. Oh, now, they need more than just an ass paddling. Yeah, yeah. And what I decided is, is they need an oil check. From Andre the Giant. Oh, now, the famous story yeah. is, is, I believe this was Hulk Hogan that said it, he said that Andre the Giant, he had like 17-inch fingers. The guy was huge. He was. And if enormous. he didn't like you, when he body slammed you, he would check your oil, and that would be insert <laughs> that huge fucking finger in your ass canal, your rectum canal, yep. and, and do that to you. That's um, also so been heard. Shocker style. Yeah, that's also been called the shocker. Yeah. There was a high school or college coach that got arrested for promoting to, the soccer. Yeah. yeah the shocker. For, yeah. 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 He's telling his students to do the shocker, and that coach eventually went to jail. Wasn't that in Wichita and then or something? Became, like you know, he had to stay on the rich side, right, the sex offenders list. Yeah. For I'm not sure where it was. Shocking. And, and yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I mean, at least it wasn't ball biting like Biggin. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, getting getting the shocker from Andre the Giant. Wow. Oh, could you that imagine? That would uh, it. You know, for majority of people, that would be pretty awful. Um, the thing is, is you're not going to kick his ass over it. No, no. Yeah. No, you just kind of kind of take it. It's kind of like well, so, yeah. big guy sticking his finger up my ass. I guess that's all. Or that's that's it. Well, you're in there, Andre. Uh, feel that prostate. See if it's okay with Let you. Let me know what's going on in there, Lee. <laughs> so, these uh, people here, the, uh, they get their oil checked. You know, fuck the ass paddling. I want to go straight to Andre the Giant oil check. Yeah. So, my number one is uh, Skip Bayless for obvious reasons. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think he's, he's got to be on all of these yeah. lists of. Yeah, and and every time, every <laughs> podcast we bring him up, and 
and promote our hate for the guy. Yeah. So allegedly. why is this any different? And then the second one would be Joe Buck, of course. Allegedly. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. God, that guy's just, He's so boring too. I don't know what the. I, I there's only so far you can go. Yeah, I could the, hear on him the right last now, name. Yes, He's and boring as hell. Someone seems to have their finger in my asshole right now. <laughs> yeah. I think it might be someone that looks like Andre the Giant, but I'm not for sure. Well, looky there. Look at the time. It's time for these two dirtbags to get the hell on out of here. Yeah, yeah. But we certainly will miss you in our off time, and we'll see you again next week for another exciting podcast. Until then, farewell, fuckers. Ugh, Joe Schmuck. <laughs>